Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Cast Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Outcast Shark Sharks from the South Park Cast. Sharks from the South Park Cast. Podcast Shark Pod Shark Park Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Podcast Shark of the Podcast Shark. Podcast Shark. Pod. South Park Podcast Shark. South Park and South Park Podcast Shark Fun Podcast Fun Podcast Podcast Shark Shark Fun The South Park Podcast Shark Fun Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, I am Bill, and this is the beginning of Season 8 of South Park. Now, I hope you guys are currently enjoying the new season, Season 22. Uh, If you'd like my thoughts on that, uh, go back to 
some of the previous uh, audio mini episodes, I guess you could call it, with myself and Fro, where we talk about those. But this week, going to start up season eight of South Park, and going to start off with a really good episode. Um, one, one of the probably one of the more popular episodes of South Park, um, which is Good Times with Weapons. Um, so we're coming into a very interesting point, I think, in the direction of the show in general. Because Stan and Wendy broke up towards the end of Season 7. Well, actually, Wendy dumped Stan, because, you know, she's a bitch. But anyway, um... You know, Kyle had lost Ike as a brother for a little bit before retrieving him in Canada. And that's really it. Now, one change that should be brought up in the beginning before we get to... Or before I get into talking about this episode. Uh, when I talked about at the end of the Christmas episode, it's Christmas in Canada, that was the last episode... For Eliza Schneider. Uh, she had left after that episode. So this episode, even though we don't get many female characters in this episode, this is the first episode for April Stewart. April Stewart uh, debuts in this episode. And... I do believe she is still there to this day. Um, to give a quick uh, bio on her, um, she is 50 years old. But, uh, she does many of the voices. Wendy, uh, Mrs. Cartman, Sharon Marsh, uh, Mrs. McCormick, Carol McCormick, uh, Kenny's mom, Shelley Marsh, Mayor... The mayor, Principal Victoria, and other numerous characters. She also is the voice of Maria Rivera on Nickelodeon's El Tigre, The Adventures of Manny Rivera. And she does voices of Rava and Fire Lord Izumi in The Legend of Korra. She also voiced Bloody Mary, the main antagonist in the video game Infamous Festival of Blood. Uh, her father... Freddie Stewart was a singer with the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra. Other TV shows that she has voiced on include American Dad, Be Cool Scooby-Doo, Danny Phantom, DC Superhero Girls, The Loud House, Phineas and Ferb, regular show Sophia the First, Tough Puppy, and... Wolverine and the X-Men. She's also done a lot of video games, but we're just focusing, or I'm just focusing anyway, on TV. So, I think I've set this up pretty good. Let's get into this week's episode, starting Season 8 of South Park with Good Times with Weapons. The episode originally aired on March 17th, 2004, St. Patrick's Day, but there's no St. Patrick's theme whatsoever in this episode. The episode was written and directed by 
Trey Parker. And we start this episode at the county fair. I, I like I like that beginning. You know, make it different. I like that. Where the four boys are spending time together and Cartman's got those mini popping fireworks where you just if you've never had them, I'm I'm surprised if you haven't. But they're like little firecrackers. You you pick one up, and then you just throw them down, and they're just a quick pop. It's like pop pop pop, like that. So they pass a booth where this guy is selling authentic weapons from the Far East: uh, nunchucks, swords, stars, just about you know everything you could think of. So the guys decide they want to buy it. And the vendor says to them that he's not allowed to sell those to them un- because they're under the age of 18 and they've got to have a parent with them in order to buy the weapons. And this is where we get actually one of the best ideas I think I've ever seen. And I don't recommend any of our younger listeners doing this. Um, Cartman starts to cry. And they go into this story where the four of them are brothers and that their parents are dead. They died in a car accident uh, last year. And, you know, Kyle at one point is like, why do people have to remember bringing this back? It's such a terrible nightmare. And the vendor is just so shaken up. He's like, okay, okay, I'll I'll give it to you. I'll get them to you. And Stan has one of the best lines of this episode. He's like, wow, this is like the 12th time this has actually worked, which is fantastic. I'm like, I want to see the other 12 or the other 11 times. Oh, man. So the boys now have their weapons, and they start to become these ninjas with different personas and we get really this is where the episode does start to get really good because they transition into this anime and i'm just gonna say it off the bat i am not the biggest anime fan uh i i do have friends that watch anime and i've tried (laughs) many times to watch anime but it's just not my thing But anyway, so they get into this anime style of cartoon, and it's really good. So they stay into the characters in anime form, which is really cool. So then we get into this conversation of where, you know, Kyle's starting to have a little bit of regret, you know, about these weapons he's like well what if our parents find out you know we bought weapons and cartman goes into not a long long speech but a quick one about how you know jews don't have spines you know he learned that from watching mel gibbs the passion all right so we've started our talk about the passion of the christ so you know they just decide to go on so they go to Craig's house and they show them show him their weapons and they don't tell him where they got it from. So then Butters is 
you know, they pass by Butters, and Butters wants to play with them, and they're like, no, we're not going to let you. You're, you know, you're just not cool. This is for ninjas only. So Butters feels down, and he, you know, goes into his room, and we get into this great transition where he becomes Professor Chaos. He's the most evil of them all. And, you know, it's good to see Professor Chaos back. I mean, it's not been too long, but still, it's really good to have him back. So now, we get this scene where the guys are talking about powers. And Cartman says that he... Like, each one is to have one power. Well, Carmen now has two powers. And Kyle's like, you can't have more than one power. You have to pick one power to have. Carmen thinks about it for a second. And he's like, I have the power to have all the powers. That's perfect. I mean, come on. That's really good. So now we get Professor Chaos. Professor Chaos comes up, and he wants to have a fight with the guys. So, Stan and Kyle, they start trying, you know, to beat Professor Chaos, and they can't really do it. And then, Cartman tries his luck, and he doesn't really do a good job. So Stan and Kyle are now in a net, and Carmen has the chance to free Stan and Kyle. So what does Carmen do to use his weapons for good use? He turns Kyle into a chicken. Because why wouldn't you? So now, it's Kenny. Kenny is left. And, well, let me just play this clip, and you'll hear what happens with Kenny and Professor Chaos. <laughs> now you are a chicken. Enough! I grow weary of your foolishness. Professor Chaos cannot be stopped. Oh, yeah? Kenny, use your ninja star. Come <laughs> on, So if you haven't figured out by that point, uh, the star ends up going into Kenny's eye, and the boys start to freak out, because, you know, they're like, what were you doing? Kenny, what are you doing? You threw a star in his eyes. So, um, so they're freaking out, and Kyle is now like, okay, we, we, we gotta stop if we don't you know t you know if we don't get rid of these weapons and our parents find out they're gonna kill us so we come back and Carmen is trying to have this idea of what can we do what what way can we get you know out of this without butters you know basically dying because he's bleeding out of his eye he has a ninja star in his eye. So <laughs> this is this is great stuff by the way. So Butters is trying to talk and 
Cartman's like, shut up, butters. So then Kyle is trying to convince Cartman, we gotta take him to a hospital. We gotta get him to a doctor. There's no way of doing, you know, there's no other way of doing it because Stan tried to pull the star out with a pair of pliers, which, again, I don't recommend any of our younger listeners, if there are any younger listeners, uh, to do. So then Carmen has this idea of, well, why don't we take him to the vet? We could dress him up as a dog, and that way the dog, or that way Butters can get the star out of his eye by the vet. So Kyle and, you know, Kyle's like, well, wait a minute, that the vet is old and he's starting to go blind. And then Stan who's like second in the list of least likely people that would agree with Carmen on just about anything with Kyle being number one actually agrees with Cartman that they should take him to the vet to get this star put take out of his eye so how do they dress butters up as a dog well, they shave the fur off of Stan's dog, if you remember all the way back from season number one. So they glue the fur on to Butter's face, and they put socks over his ears, and they have him pretend to be a dog. So now they are walking, and they're going to take him to the vet, and they go through what looks like to be a questionable part of town, but who knows. And then they hear people walking. So they all start to hide, and they want to hide Butters. Well, there's only one logical place to hide an eight-year-old boy who has a star in his eye and has blood coming out. Hide him in a broken-down oven! Why not? I mean, it's just as bad as putting him in a in a fridge but still so then we see craig and his crew his crew and they now have ninja weapons and they tell the guys that they got the weapons by telling the vendor that their parents died in an accident oh man so then we get our epic fight and one of our more epic songs. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What happened with Butters? Well, Butters got out of the oven and he is walking. So he is now walking. He is dazed and confused. He's just about at the point where he's about ready to collapse. And he finally makes it to the hospital. And he gets to the hospital, and the nurse looks at him, and the doctor looks at him, and they're like, Oh my god, this is absolutely terrible! This is horrendous! 
Why would anyone put a star in a dog's eye? And the doctor is like, well, I'm not an animal doctor. I'm a people doctor. But I do know someone who will be able to help you. Meanwhile, the guys are still looking for Butters as Chef comes up in anime form. And they ask him where is where is Butters. And he hasn't seen him and he's going to an auction. Remember the auction part in a little bit. So we come back from commercial and we get a recap in anime form of what has happened up to this point. Which I have to say, I really enjoyed this part because, like I said, I'm not an anime fan. But I have watched some and they do this stuff. So, So, you know, they're still looking... And at one point, Kyle is going to put his nunchucks into the well. And Carmen's like, you don't do this. Don't you do this. If you do, you might never be a ninja again. So Kyle regretfully holds on to the nunchucks. So now, Butters has been taken to the vet. He is on a leash. And he is put at an animal shelter with a bunch of other dogs. Butters is still out of it at this point. So the dogs start peeing on Butters and one of them poops on him. So the vet and the nurse talk and basically the vet's gonna put Butters down. They're gonna put the poor kid down. (laughs) So as they go to the cage... To put Butters down, they see that the door is open. Butters escaped. And the vet is like, oh well, we're just going to put another dog down. So now we get to back to town and we are at the auction. And, you know, the, the guys realize what's going on. So the guy or the auctioneer talks about this lamp that they are auctioning off. And I just want to mention this part because I thought this was really funny. He talks about this lamp and he said that the value of the lamp is at $2,000. So they're going to start the auction at $350. You know. So they try to come up. Now the boys are trying to come up with an idea of... How can we get across? You know, how can we get past without, you know, our parents not knowing? So Carmen has this idea that he will use his power of invincibility. So we see in anime form the power of invincibility. He's no longer there. He gives his clothes to Stan. But as we see in real life form, Carmen is naked. And everyone is just staring at him. And he... It's like he's tiptoeing. And it's such a funny scene. And it, and everyone's just staring and they're like... What are you doing? What, what are you doing? So, then they see Butters come. And Butters is on stage and he collapses. And, you know, there's like this uproar. So now... We have an emergency town meeting. So they're all talking. 
about, you know, how could something like this happen? And here's Stan, here's Kyle sitting next to their dads. And, you know, the people are talking, this is one of the most heinous things that's ever happened in this town. Here's Butters, his eye is taped up, sitting next to his parents. I can't believe we live in a society these days where every, you know, where stuff like this is allowed. And here's Cartman sitting next to his mom. And, and one guy goes up and he's like, yeah, how can that boy go on the stage naked and us seeing his penis? And it's like, what? So basically, everyone is upset about Cartman going on stage naked. Not about Butters having a star in his eye. Not about the, the guys getting ninja weapons. But Cartman walking on the stage naked. And they're like, yeah, how could you do that? My daughter watched that auction on public access TV, and when she saw him walking on the stage naked, she had she just couldn't keep herself together. And Stan and Kyle are realizing that, wait a minute, we might be able to get away with this. So Kyle is that like, yeah, he he damaged me mentally for the rest of my life. So then they ask Carvin what do you have to say for yourself? And he's like, well, it was a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> so Stan, Kyle, and Kenny, they walk out of the community center basically scot-free. And they're able to be the ninjas. And as they roll the credits, we get the anime pictures behind the credits, and it's really good-looking. And that is the episode of Good Times with Weapons. Oh my goodness. This is such a great episode. It it really is. Um, I, I, I can't lie. This is such a great episode. I think it, it might be safe to say. I'm not sure if it is safe, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to put some good money that this is safe to say. This might be the best season premiere that South Park has ever done. If you guys can name me another South Park episode, or just the season premiere, just the first episode of the season, that is better than this, tell me. And I think I can beat you with this one. This gets a 10 out of 10. There's no sugarcoating this. How can you not give this a 10? This is a great episode. This is one of the greatest South Park episodes of all time. Just great animation all around, beginning to end. The storytelling is great. The jokes are great. The ending is great. It's just a great, great episode from beginning to end. It, it is one of the all-time classic South Park episodes. It is fantastic. So, uh, where did the idea of this episode come from? Well, the concept of turning the boys into ninjas was developed during a writer's retreat in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. 
drawing the boys as muscular assassins, but having them speak in their normal kids' voices turned out to be comedy gold. Now, the animation team only had a week to create convincing anime versions, or, yeah, anime versions of Stan, Kyle, Kenny, Butters, and Cartman. Even worse, as this episode was being prepared, Matt and Trey began serious production work on Team America World Police, which was a comedy action film that used marionettes instead of human actors. Pulling this off turned out to be even more difficult than it sounds, and we did talk about that uh, just a few weeks ago, Fro and I did, in, when we reviewed Team America World Police. And of course, this is the episode that had that great song which you guys heard, Let's Fighting Love. Uh, other, other notes to this. In spite of the episode's popularity among fans, in the Season 8 DVD commentary, Trey Parker and Matt Stone admitted that they did not think it was a very good episode. Ori originally, but there is more to this. The episode features Let's Fighting Love, which is a theme song that mixes Japanese and English lyrics in a style parody of anime theme songs, including that of Dragon Ball Z. The song is performed by Trey Parker. Uh, other notes. Uh, this episode is one of ten episodes to be featured in South Park The Hits DVD. This episode was voted the second best episode of all time by fans in the United States, while being ranked the third best episode among fans in the United Kingdom. This episode was one of the first to be available in high definition, available on the Xbox 360's marketplace. A promotional high definition DVD was also released exclusively for Best Buy. In 2015, Trey Parker and Matt Stone listed this episode as their second favorite episode of the entire series. Now, a little bit later on, um, I am going to actually translate the song for you guys. I found a video, and I will read to you what the lyrics are in just a little bit. But let's get to IMDb. And let's see what they thought of this particular episode. Of over 2,800 members of IMDb, 2,800 members, the average rating for this episode, and I cannot disagree with this one, is a 9.1 out of 10. To break it down, and, and this might be a record actually, 1,518 people gave this episode a 10. They gave, over 1,500 people gave this episode a 10. That's 52%. 659 people gave this episode a 9. 349 people gave this episode an 8. And 95 people gave this episode a 1. 95 people gave us a 1. Wow. To break it down for demographics, over 2,000 males voted on this. The average rating for the males is a 9.1, and 195 females voted on this. The average rating for females is an 8.3 out of 10. Now, normally, I won't read a critic's review of this episode, but I do want to briefly um, 
read this one review uh, that is from DVDtalk.com. Um, now this is the, I believe this is the HD DVD that was mentioned um, briefly. And, and I, I just want to read a paragraph of the or a paragraph or two of this. Good times with weapons is classic South Park, morally offensive on the one hand, while also delivering a justified political message about society's hypocritical attitudes towards sex and violence, on the other hand. Witnessing the misdirected outrage that results, I guess parents don't give a crap about violence if they're sex things to worry about, is the important lesson the boys take home from their ex from their experience. And I'll be damned if they're not right about that. Subversive preachiness aside, the episode is also pretty damn funny. The kids' ninja fantasies are played out in a spot-on, hilarious parody of Dragon Ball Z-type anime shows, right down to its badly translated theme song and gratuitous plot recap. These scenes are these scenes also follow a perfectly captured replication of children's play logic, complete with arbitrary rules that take on a world of importance to maintain the fantasy. From now on, you only get to have one power. So what is it? I have the power to have all the powers I want. That doesn't count, fat ass. Good Times with Weapons probably doesn't take the prize for the show's very best episode, but it's up there on the list of fan favorites. If we can only have one episode of South Park to remaster in high definition for a promotion like this, it was a pretty good choice. And this was written by Joshua Zyber from DVDTalk.com. Now, let's get to what the uh, members of IMDb, because you know there are users who do leave reviews, what they thought of this episode. Going to start with Gangsta Hippie. Gangsta Hippie wrote, Good Times with Weapons is, in my opinion, one of, if not the, greatest episodes of South Park. It has everything you can want in an episode. It has a plot which involves kids just being kids. It has plenty of hilarious moments. It spoofs modern culture, in this case, people caring more about sex than violence, and quite a bit of action. This episode also pays homage to anime. The boys buy ninja weapons at a fair and start playing ninjas. These scenes are done in great Japanese anime style animation. They decide to fight Butters in his Professor Chaos mode and Kenny accidentally throws his ninja star in Butters' eye. The boys have to take him to the hospital but then their parents will know that they bought weapons and would be in trouble. So they try dressing him up as a dog and taking him to a vet. They also meet up with Craig, Jimmy, Token, and Clyde, who they fight. While they fight, Butters escapes, and now they all have to find him. The ending to this episode is simply hilarious. This is definitely one of the best episodes of South Park. Could not agree more. Really could not. The other review is from Rain Dog Jr., Rain Dog Jr. wrote, Checking right now, I know that since October, I began writing a comment for each South Park episode from the collection South Park to Hits Volume 1. Now, this or this review, by the way, uh, was written January 10th, 2009. Finally, here I am writing my comment for this episode that is the fourth one from that mentioned collection. 
I wrote my comment for the episode Stupid Spoiled Horror Video Playset on October 27, 2008, and in that comment I wrote that of the 10 episodes that Trey and Matt picked for the collection, 4 would probably be in my very own list of favorite South Park episodes, including Good Times with Weapons, and now after just watching it again, I have to say I wasn't wrong. This one is one of my personal favorite South Park episodes ever. Kids being kids, kids buying stuff that kids should not buy without their parents' consent, kids with weapons, ninja weapons to be correct, kids with a lot of wonderful imagination, certainly, the kids are now ninjas. As I guess you know, we have the anime style and it's simply fantastic, so, and certainly is just hilarious to have ninjas talking about getting grounded by their parents. The cute butters. The innocent Butters wants to play, to imagine being a ninja also, but where is his ninja power? So our four ninjas just gained an enemy, Butters' dark side, of course, Professor Chaos. And again, is just great, we see how Butters imagines Professor Chaos. That scene that ends with the Im imaginary version of Professor Chaos holding a pie is simply wonderful. And the four ninjas will have some problems, one of them will end being a chicken, only Ninja Kenny can stop Professor Chaos, and he does that in what is probably one of the funniest scenes ever. Poor Butters. That's what you will be saying, but is hilarious. All the Butters as a dog stuff just as the song. The thing I'm most proud of in this episode is the song. I think we hit the song perfectly. I think we got the anime pretty good, but that song. And that Cartman moment that leads to a really great conclusion. Then, I can't say enough good things about this episode. A perfect one that you really, really should watch. Let's Fighting Love. Yeah, this is just a terrific episode. There's, If you don't like this episode, there might be something wrong with you. There really might. That's how great this episode is. So like I said uh, earlier... Uh, while getting prepared for this episode, uh, you guys did hear a little bit of the Let's Fighting Love song. I found a clip. I, I found a clip with the translated lyrics to this song. Now, I don't know if this is going to ruin people's lives knowing what the English version of the song is, but I figured why not do it anyway? So I'm going to read to you the lyrics, the English lyrics, to the song Let's Fighting Love. The lyrics are, I have a wonderful penis. There's hair on my balls. Is that the sound of a baby monkey? No, ninjas are here. Hey, hey, let's go, getting in a fight. The important thing is to protect my balls. I am badass, so let's fighting. Let's fighting love. Let's fighting love. This song is a little stupid. It doesn't make any sense. English is all effed up. But that's okay, we do it all the time. Hey, hey, let's go. Getting in a fight. The important thing is to protect my balls. I'm badass, so let's fighting. Let's fighting love. Let's fighting love. And that's pretty much the English translation of the song. <laughs> so there we go. 
I think that's going to pretty much do it for this week's episode. So uh, let's get into the plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Type that in the search bar on Facebook and you are right there. And if you can't find it, don't worry. going to post the link in the description box and you are right there. And visit my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts. If you liked this episode and if you would like to donate, just go to patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts. And there's a lot more good stuff like this show. Next week on this show, I'm going to be talking about, well, at the time, was a very controversial issue, and I guess to a degree is still a controversial issue to this day, steroids. As I'll be reviewing the episode, Up the Down Steroid. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and I'll talk to you guys next week. And until then, I'm Bill, and let's fighting love. Protect my body.